Welcome back, everyone, to the Out of Bounds Podcast, Episode 2. Look at us. Two episodes in a week. Two episodes within three days. That's actually kind of crazy. You should subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube, or follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you may be listening. However, and wherever you may be listening. Today, Matt and I, we are going over the top 20 NFL free agents coming this offseason. Now, a lot of these players could re-sign with their teams um, before the offseason hits. That is likely possible. We are currently recording this on February 25th, so just in case um, someone signs with their team but they're on this list, that is the reason why. All right, Matt, are you ready to decide where these free agents should go? Yep. All right, so just to begin, I am going to be putting these free agents with teams that I think have playoff potential. For example, um, like I'm not going to put these any of these free agents with teams like the Jags or the Jets or any team that is very low on the totem pole in terms of the NFL. I th- I want these, if you're a top free agent, I believe you should be going to a team that has playoff potential and has a chance to succeed. So that is how I'll be ranking my um, players. Do you agree that if you're one of the top free agents, you'd want to go to a team that is going to actually make it to the playoffs at least. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to be like the number two receiver on a team that could go to the playoffs when I could be a number one on a team that's like, yeah, maybe, but probably not. Yeah, that actually leads to our first free agent, Devontae Adams. This guy's going to be a number one receiver wherever he goes. Like, this is probably the best wide receiver in the league today and with where Devontae Adams where I believe he should go I believe that he should sign with whatever team Rodgers is going to be on next season because I think that pair is inseparable I think if you have Rodgers you got to have Devontae Adams they've been killing it at the game for so long now and I believe whatever team Rodgers chooses, Adams will follow, or vice versa. So I do think that also the Packers would be a great fit. He already has the scheme down with Matt LaFleur and everything. So the Packers slash wherever Aaron Rodgers lands is my um, perfect destination for Devontae Adams. How about you? You know, I was thinking the Packers, but then I saw the report that Aaron Rodgers wants up to $50 million in cap, and they don't have that much money. So if they let, if they let Rodgers go, then, then Devontae Adams will probably stay at Packer. But I'm also looking at New England. I think it's about time they get Mac Jones a real weapon so that they can lead, so he can lead them deep into the playoffs and maybe a Super Bowl with Bill Belichick. Understandable. That is another great place for Devontae Adams to go. Having Mac Jones there, too. All right. Now, number two is tackle Teron Armstead of the New Orleans Saints. He is becoming a free agent. I believe that he should go to 
the Cincinnati Bengals because that O-line needs some desperate help. And I think he's better than any of the tackles that they have on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the whole O-line needs, like, they need elevation. Because um, you got Joe Burr, you got Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. You got Joe Burrow with his targets. I think you need to build to that offensive line. If that offensive line didn't keep letting up the pressure of Von Miller and Aaron Donald, I believe that that Bengals team could have won the Super Bowl. And then we'd be talking about Joe Burrow and all this time instead of Matt Stafford. Yeah, that was my idea. I think if he's not going to resign with the Saints, then he should go to the Bengals. I mean, they were one, maybe two offensive linemen away from the Super Bowl. Like, what are we winning it? Yeah. Like, the final play of the game, they couldn't stop Aaron Donald to get the sack. To get the sack on, yeah, this, no, the the pressure on Joe Burrow mm-hmm. when Jalen or yeah, Jamar Chase was wide open. Yeah, but I think he's probably going to stay with the Saints. Uh, Joe Burrow needs a better team around him. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think he's definitely a top five QB of the NFL today, and him and the Bengals. They're going to do some good stuff in his career. All right. And that moves us to number three, Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I am putting all bias aside. If I was biased, I'd be saying he should go to the Eagles. But I'm going to give two teams, which I believe he should go to. One is team Matt mentioned with Devontae Adams. The Patriots, I think that Mac Jones needs some wide receiver help because he already has the tight ends. He got Hunter Henry, Giannu Smith. He has the tight ends down. They have a good defense. They just need some wide receivers. When your number one wide receiver is Nelson Aguilar, your team needs receivers. Like Nelson Aguilar, he's okay as a two or three wide receiver. I hated him so much in his final year in Philly, just dropping passes left and right. But then he got replaced with Rager, and I miss him now. So the New England Patriots are one of my top places for Chris Godwin to go to. My other place is actually the Philadelphia Eagles. And this is, um, I'm saying this with unbiasedness, that... If he's paired up with Devontae Smith, he can cause problems for the other defense. When you got two great wide receivers like that, like one of them is bound to be open. And if not, if they're if they're being double covered or have great corners on them, then you also have the option of Dallas Goddard, which means that receiving core is going to be unstoppable. That two wide receiver and Dallas Goddard and whether it's Jalen Hurts throwing to them, Russell Wilson, or whoever, I think that'd be a great matchup for opposing defenses. Yep, yeah, I was um, I was actually thinking the Indianapolis Colts are about time they get a a, a main receiver. Mm-hmm. 
no disrespect on Michael Pittman, but I just it wasn't like he was like every play he wasn't making a big impact. Yeah. Like receiving wise. I don't see Michael Pittman as a number one wide receiver. And then you also look at T. Y. Hilton, who missed most of the games for that team. And he's definitely past his prime, but it's a shame. I don't, if, I still have high expectations for the Colts because they have Jonathan Taylor, but if you're getting rid of Wentz, you're also getting rid of a lot of your, um, like, who are you going to get in this offseason? You're not going to get Russell. You're not going to get Aaron. So, who would you want to get in the offseason? Like, you don't really have much options, and... I just don't know. I don't. I think they are very limited at where they can go if they get off Wentz. If you build around Wentz, then you got a real shot at going far. But that's just my thought. Then again, I am a Wentz fan. All right, moving on to number four, Edge Von Miller, who was previously on. This season, he played on the Broncos and the Rams, finished the Rams with a Super Bowl ring, and I think that he should re-sign with the Rams. I think he he and Aaron Donald paired up together can do some great stuff. Now, it's not sure whether Aaron Donald will be retiring. He did talk about that as an option. I He said that he would stay with the Rams if everyone re-signed. I don't know if that's the case, but... um. Yeah, Von Miller, I think he should definitely re-sign with the Rams. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, re-sign with the Rams it just increases your likelihood to go back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I could also see maybe going to the Seahawks. They don't have any pass rusher, especially, mm-hmm. like... Well, the thing is, is with the Seahawks, I don't see them going anywhere next season with or without Russell Wilson. You have too many holes on that defense, and then you also got Russell. Will he be staying in Seattle or not? I don't know. I think if I think if Russell stays, he'll he'll end up ten and seven probably, but that's not for today. That's not. Yeah, you're right. But that is a very tough division. So, moving on to the next person on this list is Chandler Jones from the Arizona Cardinals. He'll become a free agent. He did great this past season. Big pass rush. Like, this man was causing so many problems for so many teams. (sighs) What place should he end up is a big question. Any team that needs a pass rush could use him. Um... Maybe the. Do you have any ideas where you would put him? You know, there's a lot of teams that need a pass rusher, and I could see him staying with the Cardinals because JJ Watts come back. It could, it would be easier for him with the other, like they'd have to double team one of them maybe. Yeah, the Cardinals. If he resigns with them, I don't see that happening now. Another big thing that they could do is hat pair him. With, uh, what's his name of Indianapolis Colts, the interior lineman, DeForest Buckner. That could be a big pass rush. 
I know they drafted Kitty Payne last year in the first round draft, but he didn't do that great this season. But if you put Chandler Jones and him together, plus if you're also blitzing with um, Darius Leonard off the side, oof, that's going to be a big problem for defenses, no matter who your offensive linemen are. All right. Now we move to number six, cornerback J.C. Jackson of the New England Patriots. Where he should he go is definitely interesting. Like, hmm, maybe Dallas? If you pair him with Trevon Diggs, I think he'd be the number one corner in Dallas, not Trevon Diggs. Or at least he should be the number one corner. Because he's not going to be letting up as many yards as... Trevon Diggs, like what we talked about in the uh, first episode, how Trevon gave up so many yards. But, um, yeah, your choice? Yeah, if the, if the Patriots don't resign, that's a big loss for them. Maybe the Bengals, because oh, Eli Apple got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> yeah, J.C. Jackson wouldn't have been letting up those plays and he wouldn't be trash talking on twitter either number seven we have also one last thing about jc jackson as an eagles fan i'd be very sad if he went to the dallas cowboys but again this is with all unbiasedness all right number seven is mike williams of the los angeles chargers become a free agent again with my bias i would love to see him come to philly along with really any of the wide receivers on this list but i could uh, philly might be a good place for mike williams pairing him with Devontae smith another team that could use a wide receiver again is the indianapolis colts like we've been talking about before or the New England Patriots. A lot of these good teams that made the playoffs this year, they could really have used a wide receiver to open up the field, and maybe some of these games would have been changed if they had a better wide receiver. Maybe even the Raiders. That game against the Bengals could have looked different if they had a guy like Mike Williams or Chris Godwin or someone like that. Yeah, they just they couldn't put up anything. Against Bengals defense, that was ugh. Mike Williams wants big money as a wide receiver number one. I'm thinking the the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hmm. Their star of their like rebuild. Yeah, plus with Trevor Lawrence and new head coach Doug Peterson, I do think the Jags can. They'll definitely improve. I think at least giving them five more wins is reasonable than what they did this past year. Um, With Doug Peterson, that just, oh, your coach just got improved tremendously. And you got a young quarterback with Trevor Lawrence and some good running back pair with James Robinson and Travis Inti, I I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his name. I don't want to butcher his last name. With number eight, safety Marcus Williams of the New Orleans Saints. Hmm. I th- Eagles. What's that? Eagles. 
I would like to see him on the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles could be definitely a good fit for him. Also, the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know who they have at safety, but this guy is definitely one of the better safeties in the league. Um, also, Teron Matheu, who we'll talk about later, who's on this list. He's going to become a free agent this year. So, yeah. maybe the Chiefs might go snatch him. I don't know. But you, you say Eagles? I'd say Eagles as well. Yep. Alright. Number nine, tackle Orlando Brown of the Kansas City Chiefs. This guy is a good tackle. Um... He was on the Baltimore Ravens. I was actually really surprised that the Kansas City Chiefs were able to get him. Um, but just shows that not everyone... Like, we've seen it before. DeAndre Hopkins, who was a big trade. Like, that blew my mind. But Orlando Brown of the Kansas City Chiefs will become a free agent. I could see him maybe going to Indianapolis Colts again. I mentioned the Kansas... Or not the Kansas City Chiefs. The... Bengals is a good place to fit fit for him. Um, that would really help um, Joe Burrow again. Like he needs big help in the offensive line this offseason. I think they should go all in on that offensive line, make some other changes on the defense. But you fix up that offensive line for Joe Burrow and his receivers, that's gonna be a great offense. Yeah, I think the Chiefs need him. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, two years ago in the Super Bowl, when he was just running around against the Hawks. Yeah, <laughs> they got a... they got the person they needed to fix it up, and they need to keep him there. That's true. Yeah, he definitely did help them, and <laughs> Patrick Mahomes was just running for his life that entire game. That was not a great Super Bowl. I love Super Bowls that are always close, like this past Super Bowl, that, and the um, Philadelphia Eagles and Patriots and the 49ers versus Chiefs Super Bowl. Those were some great Super Bowls. But Pats versus Rams and Bucks versus Chiefs. Not so great Super Bowls. All right. Going again at wide receivers, Allen Robinson of the Bears. Where do you see someone like him ending up? Or at least where he should end up? Ooh, that's a, uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, not an age. Needs to go with a contender right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland could be a, a nice spot for him. Again... They missed the playoffs, but they have Chubb. They got a good defense. I don't know. Give Baker also needs some targets there. You got Jarvis Landry, who's a good wide receiver. But you lost Odell. You need another wide receiver up there. You got Hooper, who's a nice tight end. But, again, you need wide receivers. And I think with a veteran, that'd be nice to have. I also think Cleveland isn't that far away from being a playoff contender. They're definitely a wild card if Baker can be more accurate. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the Patriots, I think. A veteran wide receiver to help Mac Jones. And um, 
Kobe Myers, Kill Harry. Yeah. Not they're young, they're not really doing that well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's now our next number eleven is Jesse Bates the third of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think he should definitely resign with the Bengals. He was a good um he's a good fit there for the Bengals and he really helps out that defense. Um I don't really see him uh I hope that he stays with the Bengals. I was about to say I can't really see him playing for another team. I think that the Bengals really need him. If they're going to continue to have a good defense, they're going to need him there. Uh, other teams that could use him with the sh- with the Saints losing uh, Williams, I think that Jesse Bates could slide in there. But I Bengals are my number one choice. Yeah, same. The Bengals, he was the face of that defense with Trey Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who the teams, when they went up against, like, on offense, they're like, we need to fight, figure out how to get him away from our receivers. Yeah. He also was able to help the corners with any wide receiver trouble. Number 12, center Ryan Jensen of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't really see Ryan Jensen leaving the Bucks. It just feels weird to see him play on another team. I've just been so used to seeing him and Brady together. It's like they were good friends. Now with Brady gone, I don't know who he'd be. He might even, I don't know if he's talked about retire, but he is up there in age. I wouldn't put retirement past him. But Bucks would probably be my number one fit for him. I think that, or maybe even the Bengals, like a nice veteran center would be good for them. Although center wasn't really their problem. They had the O-line issue. But Ryan Jensen, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need him. Yeah, I think he's got a few more years left maybe at max. And if he doesn't stay with the Buccaneers, he's going to have to go with a contender. And I'm thinking the Packers, maybe. I don't know who their mm-hmm. center is at the moment. Yeah, they have that young center. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. The pa- Packers would actually be a great one. Because that was a big help that they needed on the offensive line. That was like the main issue there for their offensive line. They lost their veteran center this past offseason, offseason before this past season. Um, but, yeah, Tampa Bay or the Packers, great fit for him. 13, oh, by the way, before I say anything, this is Pro Football's Focus's top 20 free agents. Now, the next one is Edge, Javon, Clowney. I don't see Clowney as one of the better players on this list. I really don't. Like, Teron Mathieu, definitely a much better player. Because Javon Clowney, not only is he up there in age, do you, I was going to say lo, locker room problem, but obviously I've never been in an NFL locker room. I don't know what he's like. But um, I, what I do know about him is that he is a dirty player. Say what you want, but what he did to Carson Wentz, spearing him in the back of the head in that Seattle-Philly playoff game will always make me hate him. There's nothing you can do to change my mind. I will always hate Jadavion Clowney. Makes me mad whenever I think about that. And there was no flags thrown, and he wasn't 
uh, what is it, build for that at all. It, it drives me crazy. But I could go on an entire rant about that. Clowney, um, he was on the Browns this year. Like, I never even heard his name, really. Um, I don't know. How many sacks did he have this year? I don't think that many, right? He can go to the USFL. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, the USFL. Take him. <laughs> so I'm right. still upset. Yeah. This is what you get when you get two Philadelphia fans on a podcast talking about players. Talk about the ones we hate over. No. Okay. All right. Number 14, Edge, Randy Gregory of the Dallas Cowboys. Randy Gregory's also kind of up there in age, but he definitely has a few more years left. Like, I thought that Von Miller was over the hill, but then he went to the Rams, and we saw, oh, these old guys can actually still produce well in their age. I mean, he's he's 29. He's he's not that old just yet. Hmm. Um, the Cowboys need him. They don't have much off. They don't have much defensive line. Mm-hmm. After D. Law, sure, <laughs> he, he's getting up there. He's going to drop off. He's yeah. been dropping off. I think he should stay with the Dallas Cowboys. Again, my main concern with the Cowboys is Micah Parson. I think that he's going to be oh, a terrifying oh rusher. But yeah, him and Gregory off the edge. Very, very dangerous pair there. If Randy Gregory can still keep producing, he had a uh, 84.7 pass rush grade this past season and was 11th among edge defenders. So, yeah, I think the Cowboys, best fit for him. Again, all eyes aside, I don't want to see him on the Cowboys because I want that team to plunder um, Maybe the Steelers. Steelers, yeah, pairing him with TJ Watt and that defensive line. Yeah. All right. Number 15, Stephon Gilmore of the Carolina Panthers, former New England Patriots superstar. The man was unstoppable a few years ago, but had a big fall off. And now he went to the Carolina Panthers. Didn't do terrible. But, um, I don't know. He could go on teams like the Bengals that need help with their corners. Like, obviously, we know Eli Apple will not be on the Bengals next year. I just don't see them keeping him after how he did in the Super Bowl. So, I think the Bengals would probably be a great fit for him. Any choice of yours? Maybe the Vikings? They don't have a. They don't really have a corner. Yeah, um, I think I think they can make a big push this this upcoming season. The Vikings. Yeah, I don't know. New coach, and you still got Kirk Cousins. A lot of their stars, like Adam Thielen's also getting up there in age. Although he's still great, he's gonna be. He'll still be a good wide receiver for a year or two more. Cornerback Carlton Davis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hmm. Like, we were talking about the cornerbacks already. We named a few places where they could go. Maybe the 49ers? Because they could use some cornerbacks as well. We haven't talked about them yet. Maybe um the, the Panthers, if 
Stephon Gilmore leaves, mm-hmm. they can really pick themselves back up this year. Yeah. Again, I would still say the Panthers aren't really going to go anywhere. I think Carlton Davis um, would like a place to go where he's got a real shot. But he's young. He's good. Again, I would also like to say the Philadelphia Eagles, pairing him with Darius Slay. But I would have said the same thing with J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson Jackson is my number one pick who I think the Eagles should get with cornerback help. Now, like we were talking about earlier, safety Teron Matheu of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think he should definitely still stay with the Chiefs. Like, the Ravens had interest in him before he went to the Chiefs. Maybe he could go there. Because I don't think that there's... I mean, no, I'm not... I don't want to say any other... Um, places but the Chiefs like ever since he won that Super Bowl there I kind of like picture him as being only with the Chiefs like he was with the Texans before but I see him as one of the founding members of that Chiefs team that won the Super Bowl there I don't like him going anywhere else really yeah definitely Chiefs maybe Patriots I think if there are a few good signs and free agency and maybe a draft pick away from top team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. They still got to battle Buffalo twice a year in that division, which will always be good games when you got Josh Allen versus Belichick. And MVP. <laughs> if you don't know, Matt's a very big Josh Allen supporter. All right. MVP. Num- MVP. He'll get the MVP eventually, I'm sure of it. Number 18, guard, Brandon Sheriff of the Washington Commanders. He's been a good guard for a bit, and if I don't want to keep saying when we look at every single offensive lineman, the uh, Bengals, but uh, again, Bengals, they need... I keep, No, we're not going to mention the Bengals here because... Um, we're just not. because they've already signed all these other offensive linemen. You said, yeah. No, I just keep naming those offensive linemen as places that they should go, which would be a good one. If I was an offensive lineman that was good, I'd be like, let me go to the Bengals. I could really help out Joe Burrow, but that's beside the point. Guard, hmm. Brandon Sheriff. Not really sure where he should go. I don't really know of many other playoff teams that really need... Well, any team could use a great guard. Maybe the Colts or some of the other teams. The 49ers could have used help on against that against Aaron Donald. Like, if Aaron Donald didn't keep applying pressure... Who knows, the 49ers? That might have been a different story. Maybe a different Super Bowl, even. That that was the game that made me question Jimmy G a bit, but I still would like to see him play for the Eagles. But yeah, I'd say 49ers. We're just returning to the Commanders. Nah, he's got to get out of there. This is, the one, this is one of the times I'm putting my foot down. They, they need to get out before it's too late. He for needs to go to... the team. Him. 
He needs to get out of Washington. <laughs> all of their players need to get out of there. All the good players. Um, they, they need to get a new owner. Like, how do you go after John Gruden, but then you find stuff about Dan Schneider, but they're like, let's sweep it under the rug. That's what they're saying according to some reports and articles. So, there's actually a thought going around there that Dan Snyder may be um, kicked from the NFL. Maybe you have to force to sell the team. But, yeah, moving on. We digressed. Yeah, I digressed. Going on to the next... Um, player, we got wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr.'s of the Rams. I'm going to say he has to stay with the Rams. Like, I know you might be getting Robert Woods back, but Odell has shown that he's the number two of the team. Pair him with Cooper Cup at Stafford. That team is going to be a handful. Like, I didn't think Odell would make that big of a difference. But he's made a big difference in L.A. He just seems like he loves being in L.A. Like, I can't see him going to any other team, really. Yeah, I mean, it was really cheap this year. Um, I don't know, maybe if they win another Super Bowl, he'll stay that way. Mm-hmm. I think that Odell will re-sign with the L.A. Rams, especially if they're trying to get all those players back. I think the GM can do it. After all, maybe, he likes players, not picks. Maybe the Saints, Patriots. Mm, yeah. Also, the Packers might be a good fit for him. I know Devontae Adams was trying to recruit him, but failed. Well, I don't know if it failed, but I guess the Rams were offering him more. And our f- last and final one, tight end Mike Gesicki of the Miami Dolphins. This is an interesting one. I could honestly see the Rams going for him. Like, if you're trying to get dual threat tight end, have Gasicki and Herbig. Gasicki could move into the number one tight end spot. And Gasicki was even put in as a wide receiver sometimes this past season. So he's a dual threat guy. He could play really both positions really well. He's a great tight end. I've been... He's... He's been good ever since his Penn State days. That's when I started watching him. It's great there. But, yeah, Rams. He could also go to the Packers as an option. There's plenty of teams that need better tight ends. Your thoughts? The Texans. Texans? I feel Texans. bad if he went there. I think, I don't know, they just, in that whole ordeal with Deshaun. Well, why are you bringing up the Texans and you're talking about Deshaun? Because this I think if they, declare, if they clear Deshaun Watson and he stays there, then they need him. Yeah, I guess. I don't see Deshaun Watson starting for the Texans again. I, I honestly don't know if Deshaun's going to be starting anywhere in the NFL, just in general. I know a lot of teams are reportedly interested in Deshaun, but yeah, I don't see Deshaun starting for the Texans again. I think they're going to get rid of Deshaun sometime, but if these allegations never get cleared up, then Deshaun will not be playing a snap in the NFL again. 
Yeah. It's a shame. Um, but it has there has to be some truth into what these allegations are saying about Deshaun. Because, like, come on. If there's so many of them, they can't all be lies. So, obviously, we don't know what happens. Um, I feel bad for all the women that are out there saying that he did these things. I don't know what to believe since there's it's been like a year and no no court ruling has been declared. There's well, no court know. has been happened. They were just like sitting on it. Yeah, they've been sitting on it. Not an official ruling of who was right or wrong, but yeah, that is our picks. Again, this is just a shorter video than our previous one. We hope to do two a week. Um, one main one, which we'll talk about a team or something in particular there. This one, we're just ranking um, players, where they should go. And yeah, that is all. Please leave a like if you're watching this on YouTube. And rate, give us a high rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you may be listening to us. Help us get out there, and thank you, and have a good day. Do you want to say goodbye? No, they know. They know. <laughs>